0: Hello and welcome to To The Edge and Beyond, a series that makes sense of powerful innovation for real world applications. It's brought to you by the Intel Internet of Things Group.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to The Edge and Beyond, the series that makes sense of use cases across industries brought to you by the Network and Edge Solutions Group. In this episode, we're gonna be exploring industry challenges when it comes to basic consumer behaviors and increasing expectations, as long with some trending use cases and the innovation enabled by Intel's Network and Edge Solutions Group. I'm your host for today, Gabrielle, and today I'm joined by Narain Kumar, who's a retail industry specialist at Intel Network and Edge Group, and also with Paul Reddy, uh, who is the Head of Vision, AI Global Products Management, as well as 5G IoT Chief Architect, UST. So welcome, everyone. So very excited to get into today's podcast. Thanks for being on.
0: Thank you, Gabriella. It's a pleasure to be here.
2: It's a pleasure uh, being here also. I'm excited to, for this particular podcast.
1: Fantastic. Well, you know, to start us off, to give our audience just a little bit of an idea of your background and where you started. Uh, Narain, you can start us off. I know you've been on the podcast before, but for those who are listening in right now, just a little brief bio, and then we'll go to you, Paul. Hi, my
2: name is Paul Rady. Uh, I'm a UST, at UST for the last three years. Uh, I'm a head of uh, Vision AI uh, product management uh, and development. And uh, I come with 30 plus years of experience in this indu- industry uh, and started my career at at t Bell Labs and uh, AT&T Wireless and AT&T um, Service Providers and Qualcomm Intel for the last 14 and a half years uh, and now working at uh, U- USD for the last three years. So I'm excited to provide uh, Vision AI solutions to market. Thank
0: you for having me. Uh, my name is Noreen Kumar. I'm based here in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm with the Intel NEST um, Network and Edge Group, uh, a division called um, HEC, Healthcare Education and Consumer Industries. Um, my role is as Retail Segment Manager, really, uh, with that it's uh, focused on retail industry with that understanding what are the business challenges that our retailers are going through and then identifying how technology can help i am a technologist with a technology company trying to find out how technology can help and i've been doing this for the last 21 years um, right really uh, bringing technology and putting it to good use
1: Wonderful. We well, you know, Paul and Irene our first question here is, you know, just what are some of the reoccurring challenges that we are seeing happening in the retail industry again and again that are related to basic consumer behavior?
0: Yeah, so uh, let me jump right into it and I'll share my perspective. And Paul, please do. Uh, you know, uh, uh, from my perspective, you know, consumers today, they have a choice. You know, they can shop in line, uh, in store or online. Or in cases, both, you know, you start online and end in store, right? Um, Online is definitely growing. It is giving that convenience factor that you place an order, and in less than an hour, you have your order shipped. And in some countries, even less than 15, 30 minutes. Um, But we also see that retail in-store is still a preferred channel. Why? Because that's where you discover products. That's where you touch products, feel products. And guess what? You can buy products and then come home with it immediately uh, but having said that consumer expectations for in stores are changing changing they don't like to see empty shelves right uh, they don't they don't like to see the wrong price tag they saw a price online with a certain price and if they come into the store it's a different price and that just drives them nuts and i know it drives me nuts too um, right, and then standing in line. another thing is, you know, they don't like to stand in line. And especially if your basket size is small, they don't want to stand in line. They just wanna go in, pick up a product and go out. So any additional step in that process, shopping process is a friction. So uh, really our goal is how can we remove that friction in that journey? And that's where we can apply technology and to eliminate or even reduce that friction uh, in the journey and that's our really our goal and technology is really you know uh, cost is coming down and and we think that's really going to help the adoption of technologies in the retail stores at a scale yes
2: uh, to add to what naren is saying uh, one of the thing i want to add is uh, due to COVID, the user uh, behavior completely changed right uh, they are going omnichannel. you know consumers are choosing multi multi-channel buying experiences, right. So and now the retailers have to really gear up and say how do we attract customers to come brick and mortar you know stores right? Uh, that becomes uh, to attract the customer loyalty and, uh, and and retailers need an experience right, which stands out. and that's where they're looking to how do we bring frictionless commerce into it? Uh, and there is a, and also to, they're very slow in adopting new technologies. That's one of the challenges the retailers are experiencing. But it is kind of um, uh, con- consumer behavior is changing so much that uh, you know retailers have to adopt to new technologies, and so that uh, they can catch up and attract and bring more customers.
1: Oh, for sure. Well, we spoke a little bit about the challenges attributed to basic consumer behavior, but. In addition to that, there's seemingly just no limit to the challenges the industry is facing when it comes to economics, especially as businesses are just continuing to struggle with things like staffing shortages and increasing inflationary trends. So uh, what sort of response have you seen from retailers as they react to these kinds of challenges uh, with the resources that they have available to them now?
2: This challenge is actually is causing, you know, uh, there's a new norm, right, for uh, consumers, right? They want a shift in spending uh, spending how they spend money right now because of the economic challenges uh, and inflation and other things, right? And also shifting in the purchase. Uh, and in particularly retailers, um, their revenue management and operating models, it's being very challenging for them because of uh, a shortage of labor, right? Uh, how do we adopt you know uh, new technologies so that they can still make money? Uh, And there's a new norm, right? So uh, digital transformation is occurring and retailers are really grappling to see how to adopt that to bring it, you know, to to, uh, capture that audience to their, you know, products and services. So that's what I see.
0: Yeah, I think uh, well said, Paul. And I would like to add on, you know, uh, I think you touched on it as well. Uh, Top of mind today on consumers is value and time and you, you said it very well, Gabriela, inflation, you know, shortage and so on. From a consumer's mind standpoint, it's value and it's time. Every dollar they spend matters, right? How much more can the dollar go? Every minute they spend time in the store matters, right? And that shouldn't be waiting in line. Right. Um, So uh, I think retailers are certainly understanding that, you know, consumers value and where and hence they're really investing areas where where those customer expectations are met. Right. Um, and so, hence, you know, the investment is not happening in those 80 years of, uh, you know, improving customer experience and driving operational efficiencies and so on. And the overall goal is really retailers from a retailer's standpoint, keep the shelves stocked up, keep the line shorter and then close the sales faster and then repeat the cycle. Right over and over and so and really, if you look at it, you know retailers are looking at overall how do you improve the store uh, store performance, overall store performance, and one such area is checkout experience, where they're really putting a lot more emphasis on improve the ex- experience like Paul mentioned, improve that overall experience, and then also getting their staff members ready, associates ready to handle this you know new checkout experience. I think that's what I'm seeing.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, along with these challenges, I, you touched on a little bit, rain, but we're moving towards the subject of operational efficiency. So what are ways that we can uh, help with the customer experience through operational efficiency? And, you know, what specific tech do we have in the industry now or that we're seeing that's going to help us move towards that goal of um, maybe assisting store managers to become more productive and more customer facing uh, versus a transactional approach?
2: Yeah, I can I can jump in to answer that, Gabrielle. Uh, right now, as you can see, because of the challenges we just talked about, uh, what uh, retailers are looking at store managed, particularly how do we, you know, manage and bring um, you know efficiency in the opex operational management, and also reduce the capex right. So they're looking at autonomous user journeys for shopping, like walk in walk out type of technologies, using vision AI technologies, vision. And, uh, and gesture and and, and also uh, voice AI technologies. And that's why uh, they're looking to self-checkouts. If you look at the uptake on a lot of retailers, uh, they're using self-checkouts. And that's where the vision-based self-checkout brings in additional uh, value to them. Is, you know, checkout experience could be uh, 10 times faster with the vision AI checkout. Uh, and the next generation uh, vending machines are coming out. Right. So these are all helps them uh, to alleviate any, um, you know, a dependency on uh, workforce. Right. So you can automate everything so then they can generate more revenue and create a, a smooth operations.
0: Oh, absolutely. I think uh, Paul really touched on some key factors. I think, you know, uh, we've seen this during the pandemic, but also even before that, you know, retailers are already gearing up. This uh, phase of bringing more and more self-checkouts, uh, self-checkouts in the stores, and and I think it was a great move on their part to bring this and really give consumers a control over the transaction right uh, bring that and large and medium you know retailers bringing that and this uh, soft checkout is really giving the ability to you know uh, for consumers to scan you know they could do it faster as fast as they like or as as slow as they like you know but the point being that giving control to them and you know in some cases they're using computer vision uh, to really scan these products and make the process even more faster and a very delightful uh, aspects. and for certain retailers like convenience stores and airport stores and so on, right uh, where it's a limited SKUs and uh, basket sizes smaller, like five to ten items, we are seeing vision checkout uh, category emerging, like what Paul that you mentioned. Vision checkout is really a form of self-checkout and just assume you as a consumer you have like five items you could set all the five items on the tray and cameras scan them and then instantly show on the display the item and the price as a consumer you review them and pay and then off you go and really you could if you wish you could have this transaction done in less than 10 seconds if you wish to so such type of uh, you know checkouts are rising Right And uh, we're we starting to see that. And then it also means that you know um, consumers have to go through a learning process, get used to this and so on. There is going to be some learning process with the consumers, and that's where the trained associates come in place where they can really you know train with this, they can help the consumers through this journey of checkout and so on. So uh, consumers, there's going to be learning store associates. uh, They are going to be uh, playing a key role as well during this phase as this new technologies are coming.
1: Well, these are some examples of just really valuable solutions for retailers. But, you know, for retailers that are listening, what are maybe some technical considerations that they'll be needing to keep in mind when securing and deploying this kind of technology in their stores? What kind of infrastructure do they need in place?
2: yeah i can go on that uh, G- gabriel um, we as a ust working with intel we have come up with the um, uh, best vision based self checkout and which needs on prem you know deployments of uh, intel gpu servers so that uh, you can provide the best user experience of uh, you know item detections within less than a second so that the user experience of checkout will be uh, you know uh, it is ten times faster than existing self-checkouts. So that type of uh, experience and technology uh, components we can bring together, and the retailer need to be prepared to deploy the on-prem uh, networks and also, uh, you know, deploying these AI-based solutions uh, so that they can adapt to these new technologies and to bring new experiences.
0: Yeah, I think uh, if I may, you know um just add some additional commentary to what paul already mentioned i think you know bill said paul and in terms of you know really from a technology considerations you know uh, definitely there's aspects of SKU counts what SKUs you're dealing with and what's the basket size and so on and then of course the format of retail stores at least from a vision checkout standpoint we think you know convenience stores airports uh, retail stores and sports arenas are a great great fit um and also there's aspects of responsive time uh, especially because like paul you mentioned in less than a second you can you know scan and so on i think that adds to the overall transaction the customer experience time it's key it's key that they have a great experience fast experience so from that standpoint taking that into consideration like edge processing you know edge processing is critical to process these you know uh, images you know do inferencing um, at the edge inside the store is critical so those are some considerations uh, edge architecture and then of course connected to the cloud to push data pull data and remote management and so on so really going to edge to cloud type of architecture. And uh, uh, specifically from, since we're touching a lot on AI, I did want to, uh, to point this out. There's a perception in the industry that, you know, um, In order to do AI computer vision, you need expensive discrete GPUs uh, to perform these functions of inferencing and so on. We at Intel, we believe that uh, you you could could run your AI computer vision models on Intel processors, start with CPUs, and then also use the integrated GPUs. Really, I think um, that's really going to drive the cost down, and you could still do a reasonably good performance right and there are certain requirements where uh, where uh, partners like paul are saying hey we need you know better inferencing needs in such cases where we recommend you know to consider intel discrete gpus that you can add on to drive that better end-to-end solution performance so this is the approach that we take with the intent that you know the overall solution is good You know, it's performing very well, but also very cost effective. And again, keeping that scale in mind.
2: I wanted to add a couple more points, uh, Gabriel, to Narens. uh, uh, For particularly merchants, in order to deploy this, uh, the OPEX and CAPEX, right? So there are different business models also are coming into picture as the new technologies to adapt so that um, the device as a service, uh, software as a service, Models are there so that the merchants can adopt them. Uh, in, you know, instead of putting up front a lot of money as a capex, they could go as an opex, as a device, as a service models. So these are uh, different business model also would help them to deploy these technologies uh, and bring them to their uh, bring them to the market.
1: Well, Intel has some really valuable partnerships, uh, like with UST. And, I, you know, I wanted to ask you, how is Intel partnering, uh, Narain, uh, with organizations like UST and ecosystem partners uh, to transform the retail industry in the ways that we've been talking about thus far in this far in this conversation?
0: I mean, it's a great question. I think we really uh, value our partners, um, and I think, you know, the uh, uh, important point, Gabriel, what you mentioned is transforming retail industry. And that's a huge undertaking. You know, we Intel alone can't do it. We need partners like UST, you know, we coming together and tackling this transformation. Um, uh, it's, it's really a joint effort. Intel partnership is a very key
2: for us as a UST uh, to bring technology transformation to the industry, uh, especially the retail industry. Uh, Intel uh, and USD is a gold partnership uh, level with Intel, and with Intel, uh, with that level of partnership, they have given access to the GPU, which is uh, you know before coming to the market, and having access to the technology so that we can integrate our uh, AI algorithms and fine tune with OpenBA, uh, OpenVINO and one API uh, technologies, so that it gives us a time to market advantage. Uh, with this partnership. So that really helped us, Intel and USD partners, it gives us this head start, right? Get to market quicker and helping us to scale faster during 2023 and beyond. So that's what um, Intel partnership is so important for USD.
1: It's wonderful to hear the value Uh, with both the organizations. And, you know, I understand that uh, you'll actually be setting up at Mobile World Congress this year. So could you please just give us a little bit more information as to why you'll be there and where people can find you if they want to check it out?
2: Yeah, I can go first. Um, We are demonstrating in a couple of uh, big uh, conferences. One is NRF, uh, which is um, in January um, 14th through uh, 17th uh, in um, Javits Center in New York. Uh, there we are uh, demonstrating uh, Intel GPU and uh, uh, USD Vision Checkout solution at uh, two booths, uh, one with our partner Acumera Booth. Uh, They're also providing a network deployment solution with a two-node you know, a server on-prem server deployment solution. Uh, we partnered with them uh, so that they can we can scale this to uh retail stores like uh, you know um airports and so on. Uh, micro markets and so on. So, that, so that's one booth. The other booth we also partnered with um, Crane PI, which is a cash integration. So there, uh, we actually deployed the same solution at Intel um, Store, Intel Museum Store in RB. So we will be demonstrating the same solution in Crane uh, PI booth in at uh, uh, NRF. Next, uh, we're also taking the same solutions um, to Intel Booth at MWC. Uh, Intel Booth, uh, there, uh, there we are actually uh, demonstrating the 5G um, you know, uh, connectivity and the 5G node and with our USC uh, Vision Checkout solution at uh, Intel Booth. And also to demonstrate uh, Intel GPU in uh, Supermicro as an OEM for Intel and also as a solution provider a server uh, who's supplying the servers for USD. It's a super micro, they also have a booth. So there are two booths in uh, MWC. Uh, we will be demonstrating our solar, you know, vision checkout solution and with cache integration uh, and 5G connectivity. So those are the places so you can come and uh, meet us and you can see the solutions. And World Mo- uh, Mobile World Congress is at um, February 27th through March 2nd in Barcelona. Spain. So please come and visit us.
1: Oh, definitely. If it's in Spain, for sure. <laughs> <was pretty> <laughs> oh, I will. I should have differentiated between those two because you'll also be at NRF. So thank all you right. for clarifying there. Yes. Uh, and range. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, Mobile World Congress is great. You know, it's all about connectivity and so on. And I think it really goes back to, you know, we here retailers in some parts of the country or even the world you know connectivity is still a challenge inside the store or to the store connectivity is a challenge and so um, the thinking was you know uh, working with ust you know here we have this wonderful retail version checkout experience right it gives a great experience fast experience what if we were to extend this to bring that connectivity piece as well where where parts of the world where connectivity is still a challenge right how can we go tackle the challenge right uh, remove that connectivity challenge plus bring also this delightful experience that's really our vision at uh, at mobile world congress to go show that hey you could do this amazing you know vision checkout experience paul talked about and by the way we can also fix your connectivity challenges inside the store and that's where we're bringing this 5g you know software defined 5g type of uh, setup where connectivity inside the store and to the store becomes a lot more you know seamless it's its high availability right uh, and then bring that reliability factor removing the latency factor and so on that's the vision that we're going for and we want to highlight to the world that you can have a great experience and don't worry about the connectivity you know behind the scene we got this connectivity taken care of and uh, please do join usd and visit the usd booth the intel booth at mobile world congress
1: It's great to hear. Well, as we start to near the end of the podcast here, I wanted to ask both you, Noreen and Paul, what maybe some final thoughts you have that you might want to leave with the audience about this conversation, any driving points uh, to lead home, and ultimately how do people get in touch uh, with both of you if they have any questions?
0: Absolutely, Gabriella. Thank you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to come and share along with USD partner. again i think you know uh retailers are going through changes they're going they're addressing challenges and you know wanting a great outcomes and we are here to help them I help them and uh vision checkout is one example right uh if you check out you know lines you know is your pain point, you know, talk to us. We are happy to help you. And we want to remove that type of friction in the store, in your uh, shopping experience. So I could be reached at, uh, you know, uh, through LinkedIn platform, Naren Kumar, uh, working for Intel. That's that's definitely one ways you can reach out to me. And again, thank you. Of course, and
1: Paul.
2: Yes, uh, I want to take this opportunity to thank, um, you know, Intel uh, giving this opportunity to come, um, with the partnership, we can collaboratively bringing a, a vision AI solutions to market, particularly uh, given uh, current, you know, retailers' challenges they have today, especially with, due to COVID, due to economic, you know, inflation and other things, all the challenges. They have a, a lot of challenges to adopt or to uh, serve and provide best services to their customers. And uh, there's a lot of um Friction. So we have a frictionless technology uh, to remove those frictions and enable uh, our merchants and customers uh, to experience with new technologies and services. So with USD, we can deliver this globally um, with the vision-based AI-based self-checkout solutions uh, and also uh, bringing frictionless commerce to market. So you can contact me uh, at uh, LinkedIn as Paul Reddy uh, at UST.
1: Fantastic. Well, that wraps up the conversation for today. So a big thank you to Narain and Paul for joining us on today's episode to discuss industry challenges and basic consumer behaviors as well as technology in the retail space. I wanna thank our audience for tuning in to The Edge and Beyond, the series that makes sense of use cases across industries brought to you by the Network and Edge Solutions Group. Please don't forget to subscribe to hear more from the Network and Edge Solutions Group. Thank you.